There we go. I'd like to welcome everybody tonight. This is our 2020 um, Lima Missionary Baptist Church Christmas play video or movie, as we've been calling it. I'd like to say just a couple things. One thing is please turn off your cell phones, silence them. That would be awesome. Uh, the other thing is don't text, don't text my wife or it'll probably pop up on the screen right now because it's from the computer. The other thing is uh, I would like to dedicate, I'd like to make a dedication. I would like to dedicate this year's Christmas play to so many people that have not been able to be here. Uh, we've got a lot of older folks, many, many who help every year with the Christmas play that can't be here. And this is for you. This is, this is going to be big. And we know if you're watching at home, maybe you can watch it on your TV. And hopefully you'll get to see some faces and hear some voices up close and personal that you haven't been able to for a while. Um, and we love you. The other thing is, um, if you're watching at home or online or, or even here, I let the kids uh, talk and uh, get comfortable. But trust me, they get to Jesus. And this is the other thing I wanted to say. I want to thank my wife for helping and everybody who helped and everybody who showed up. But this, this is still, this is still just a play. If, if, if during this play, if during this video, you feel like coming to the altar, we didn't move that. That, does, that should never move. That should always be there. It's an altar where you can change things, where you can talk to God. And he can save you, or you can get back in. And if at some point during this video you felt like doing that, that would be great. That would be wonderful. It wouldn't hurt us a bit. And if, if we have problems with the video, be patient with us. It's computer. And like Jeremy likes to say, computers can be temperamental. So at this time, I'd like our pastor, Terry Brock, to come up. If I haven't forgotten anything, do you think I have? Okay. And I'd love for him to say a word of prayer. I'm going to get back here and hide. Then when Terry gets back to his seat after prayer, you can start the audio and you can turn off the lights. Thank you, Brother Barry. And thank everybody that worked on this and helped in it. And thank you all that are here. Thank you all that are listening. Oh, just thank the Lord. Now let's just have a moment. We'll ask you to stand. Let's just have a moment of prayer <clears throat> as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for our Christmas play, for our Christmas program. God, we thank you for Christmas. God, we thank you for this great event, and, and God, how that this event uh, was instrumental in changing our lives. God, thank you for Jesus that came and was born, born in Bethlehem, and then ultimately went to Calvary, died, rose from the dead, and is alive, and because he lives, we can live also. God, I pray that uh, we might just humble our hearts and enjoy this presentation and uh, Brother Barry said there's things in here that's funny and it's okay to laugh. God, I, I know that you want us to be happy. But he also said there's things in here that's spiritual that touched his heart. Help us to be receptive, God. And uh, Lord, if you move tonight in the spirit, help us to receive that. And God, if there's someone here tonight that uh, needs you as the Savior of their soul, uh, let them uh, be touched by this, God, according to your will. Father, we ask you these things and we praise you in Jesus' name and amen.
To get the kids comfortable in front of the camera, we simply asked them what was their favorite Christmas food. Um, snowflakes. And cake and mustard. Cake and mustard! No, Christmas favorite food is a turkey. You have one? No. Uh, like pizza? <laughs> I'm trying to think tacos. Mmm, <laughs> that's hard. My mom's a really good cook. My few of my Christmas foods are banana pudding, mashed potatoes. I don't know yet. Me too. I would say corn, noodles, rice, and chicken. Even chicken too. That's one of, that's probably just my favorite foods. <laughs> be deviled eggs, and then my dessert would be, um, Kat, my Aunt Kathy's, um, banana pudding. <laughs> nah. <sighs> the macaroni and cheese that we get every year. And then my second one is mashed potatoes, and for dessert, um, Aunt Kathy's pudding. It's delicious, banana pudding. It's delish. My favorite Christmas food is all of it. <laughs> Just all of it. My favorite Christmas food is anything. I like everything. My favorite Christmas food would have to be my Grandma Irene's pumpkin pie. Uh, I love it. The pies or the desserts. Like. Black eye brownies or chocolate chip cookies. My favorite Christmas food is like the honey covered hams. Those are so good. Probably the desserts and the peanut butter pies that my Aunt Amber makes. <laughs> Ham. The desserts. I like the mac and cheese that my Aunt Donna makes. Um, I really love the Oreo dessert. That is my favorite. My mamaw, obviously, she makes everything, really. Um, I really like, like the peanut butter cookies with the uh, Hershey's Kiss in it. Those are my favorite. Um, I like Christmas cookies. Not any specific type. Big cookie guy. I love cookies. Um, they taste good, so they're great. Christmas cookies are fantastic, so. Uh, that pudding Aunt Rhonda brings over, chocolatey. Mashed potatoes. Grandma Neal's dumplings. Grandma Neal's dumplings. Next, we asked the kids to tell us all about their Christmases and the Christmas story. 
and Amy, um, she forgot me one Christmas because we were doing youngest to oldest, and I wasn't paying attention. I was like, oh, right, I haven't. When's it my turn? They're like, oh, a while ago. <laughs> and it was really funny. My favorite polar bear, he was white, but he got ruined in a downstairs flood, and I love that thing. I loved it. So I think Christmas is about Jesus being born, the celebration of be him being born to save our souls. I think it's about when Jesus was being born and they just made a holiday to celebrate when Jesus' birthday. <laughs> he was born in a barn. Mary had to travel on a donkey all the way to Bethlehem. And the real work was done by Joseph, because he had to pull that donkey and he had to walk. Dear Jesus, happy birthday to you. Cha, cha, cha. And many more. <laughs> my mom Shirley was trying to ride the hoverboard and she fell on top of my grandpa and they both fell on the floor and it was really funny. And we opened all our presents and we thought we were done. And then our mamma Shirley and Papa Keith, our grandma and grandpa's came over. And then when they got there, my dad surprised us and we went on a scavenger hunt. And at the end of the scavenger hunt, there was a razor that we could drive around. Christmas means being able to spend time with my family and celebrate Jesus' birthday. I love spending time with my family on Christmas and celebrating Jesus' birthday. Jesus was born on Christmas because he loves all of us and especially me. Merry, Merry Christmas! That it's Jesus' birthday and that I get present. But I get to spend time with my family. It's about Jesus. He died for all of us. She was pregnant with baby Jesus. Mary and Joseph were baby Jesus' parents. Jesus was God's son too. They followed a northern star to know where they had to go to, um, to have baby Jesus. But they brought frankincense gold and myrrh happy birthday dear jesus happy birthday to you the best christmas gift i can recall was uh the bible i got from my parents a few years back and that makes it really special about 11 years old i took the Wii remote i was playing a baseball game and i chucked the Wii remote right into the television set brand new one uh something that my dad i'm sure will never forget my favorite part of Christmas would just be gathering with the family at my grandmother's house. And there's something really special about that, being able to get together, fellowship, and be able to enjoy each other's company and more pumpkin pie. <laughs> Probably the most interesting character inside the Christmas story to me would actually be right after Jesus' birth, and that's with Simeon. And from a completely physical standpoint, you, you would almost find it a little bit odd because now he knows that his life's coming to an end. But the biggest thing is that's, I guess you get to say, where his life started, he knew that when he died, he'd be going to heaven through that faith, and it was because of this little baby that he had just met. 
My favorite Christmas memory is waking up and going to church after opening all of our presents and just seeing my church family and celebrating what the day is truly about. On Christmas Eve, when we're about to go to bed and my dad reads the Bible story and then we read the Christmas poem. I don't know what it's called. The, the night whole, before Christmas. Yeah, that night. one. It was like last year and I learned that the wise men weren't there when Jesus was born. I didn't know that. The Christmas story actually started a while back. It wasn't just when they were traveling and there was no room in the inn, but it started with Zacharias and Elizabeth and Mary finding out that she was about to have a baby. I also learned that the wise men, we actually don't know how many there were, but there were wise men. Yeah, and three gifts. Something that I love about Christmas is like getting ready for Christmas, like putting up our our like lights, and then we have like this like disco bulb thing, and we stick it in the <laughs> and we stick it in the um yard, and then and then it lights up our entire house so that Santa can see it better. We sit down on our gray couch in the front living room to read the Christmas story from the Bible and the Christmas story from our book that we have in Bo's room. Before that, we feed the reindeer and we put out cookies for Santa and milk. And we have a special milk mug for Santa. And it's like Santa's head is the top. The, the like, men gave Jesus frankincense, gold, and myrrh. Um, it would probably be how Mary and Joseph traveled such a long way, and she was, like, about to pop, some people say. <laughs> but how she traveled such a long way with her stomach so big and, like, <laughs> all that way to Bethlehem from where she was. Um, I got a question. You have to give me a second on that one. Wow. Oh, wow. This is tough. Right off the top of my head, I didn't get any preparation. Um, every year we go down to West Virginia to visit my grandparents and, and see them, so that's always good. And I, I love my grandparents, and they've been a real light to me. Uh, I, I'd say the Christmas season has a lot of opportunity to talk about the Lord with people, um, get to tell them what he's done for me and what Christmas means to me. And, and Christmas has been... Uh, taken so many ways nowadays, but it, it still is the birth of Jesus Christ, and that, that means something to me, and I want to tell people about it. So, Two years ago, when we woke up at our mamma Tammy's house, and we went downstairs, and Papa was just so shocked about how many presents there were, and he said that he's never seen that much in his life. On Christmas <laughs> Eve, <laughs> we would go to... Um, our Grandma Lois's house, and everyone will be there, like everyone. And so it was a huge party, and it was just everyone would like run upstairs and downstairs, and I don't know. I kind of liked the chaos. Well, I like how everybody's more caring and considerate and kind to everybody around Christmas time. Like when you wake up Christmas morning, and just everyone's like together. It's you know, sometimes you fight and everything, but like Christmas morning just reminds you of the love that's there. 
Um, I just, I really admire, like, Joseph because in the whole situation because, like, Mary, and she expected him to stay. And I love that he just stayed with her. At first, he was denied a room at the end. But then God provided a way. So you can't stop God's timing and what he has planned. I, I really don't know. Oh, I, I was going to say salvation and all that, but oh, no, I mean, but you said Christmas. I mean from someone else. Oh, what's the favorite Christmas present? I honestly don't have one. <laughs> Just everyone being there—it's great. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't know. I honestly don't know. My most favorite Christmas memory is when my grandma came over and I was throwing all my presents and she said, oh gosh. My favorite, one of my favorite Christmas memories is spending time with family. One of my favorite Christmas memories is probably when my grandma Neil first made me eat her dumplings. <laughs> Um, John 16, it says, um, God loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, and so not perish and have ever, everlasting life. That is what Christmas is. Merry Christmas. Jesus! He's in my heart. Born when he was a baby, Mary. He was like Mary. Rudolph the 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 Rudolph Thank you, Jesus, for walking over us to be good. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Love you, Jesus. Merry Christmas. Baby Jesus. Happy birthday, baby Jesus. Happy birthday, baby Jesus. Bend in the donkey door. Remember the wise men brought gold and pancake and mustard. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Donkey, 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 donkey. Which is more Christmas? How about I say this? Sing a bell, sing a bell, sing a bell.
Who comes down the gym? Santa. Santa. Um, me, I'm Santa and my elf. Um, my Christmas tree is, um, is Newman Head. Jesus' birthday. I don't know. Um, Joseph and Mary, um, saw Jesus walking, and Jesus is strong. Mary. Mommy, you don't need to keep helping me. <laughs> I know you know it, but you're looking at me like you know me about when Jesus was born. No. Okay. Can you tell me what's your favorite thing about Christmas? Elf and the deer. Uh, Roselle. Is there a reindeer named Roselle? Mm-hmm. Um, do you know anything about the wise men who came to see Jesus? Uh, he was he was born at Town Square. <laughs> She she was walking the whole time. But but she got tired and they let her ride on something. Was it a car or what did they put her in? A bike? Mary rode a donkey. Happy birthday to you, Jesus. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> My favorite thing is about Christmas I like Santa. And his reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the Christmas presents when he um, brings them to everybody's house. The, my favorite present is Elsa um, decorating the houses. Well, baby Jesus was born in a barn where all the animals are, I think. Um, uh, Mary, and I don't know what that other one is. Yeah, it was Joe Fitz. Yep. <laughs> I can, but I don't really want to. <laughs> Happy birthday of Jesus. Yeah, good job, good job. Presents, a TV. <laughs> He said a nerf gun. A nerf gun. <laughs> I don't know. Getting present is what I am. Spend time with my grandma and grandpa. Me too. Not me. The nose reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, it would think it goes like a light bulb. Learning about God, that he's really special to us. Jesus. Hmm. I don't remember. I don't even. That's why God. I fail. I'm not in. Yes. Yes. Wise men. The wise men. Three little wise men. Yes. I, don't I don't know. I'm out. No, mm. he was special. Because he would help you. And... And they like us. Yeah. Even it makes even he makes it rain and snow. Shh, 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 shh. 
Happy birthday, dear Jesus. Happy birthday to you. Good job. Now can both of you? Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. My favorite thing about Christmas is putting the tree up. My, um, the elf in the shelf. We put her on the tree so she can get more magical. My elf is a girl. My elf's name is Sophie. My best Christmas gift that I ever got was my baby doll. What did Joseph do? Like, what did he let her ride on? Oh, um, a wheelchair. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear Jesus. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Jesus. Merry Christmas. All right. So how are you doing? One time I went down the hill and then I slid across the street with no snow and then went to the baby hill that Jesus was born on Christmas Day in a steep a uh, Mary, a donkey, probably a pig, just farm animals. Oh yeah, the, the wise men. The wise men brought gold, frankensmith, something, uh, I forgot. My, my family, I love when we get to go around the tree and I get to play with my cousins and my grandma got a hot tub. I think we're going to get in it. Happy birthday to Jesus. Happy birthday to you. Um, I like Jesus. Um, play in the snow. Make a snowman. Um, I like hanging at the ornaments. Um, Santa Claus. Barbies. Um, about having fun. Uh... Do you know anything about Jesus at Christmas? What happened? Was he born or what happened? Um, he was born. Happy birthday, Jesus. And now, the Christmas story. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto the city of Galilee, named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. 
Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the, the sixth month with her who shall be called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it until me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste, into a city of Judah, and entered into the house of Zechariah, and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world shall be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was, that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And they were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Back, back, back. <laughs> and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. 
And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary, and Joseph, and the babe lying in a manger. And when now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privily caused the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent to them Bethlehem, and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when he had found him, Bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star, which they saw in the east, went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, and frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. And finally, we ask them to share with us Jesus, the greatest gift. I think Mary was very honored what honor that would have been to have the Son of God grow inside of her and then to be born. I think she was scared because it wasn't her baby completely. It was God's baby too. And I don't know if she knew what was to come but as the years grew, I'm sure she was, like I said, scared. But to have the Savior of the world as your child, that would be amazing. What an amazing honor and privilege that Mary had. I don't think, um, I think it would have been hard, but it would have been a privilege. the greatest Christmas gift I got was salvation. And when I was younger, I really didn't pay much attention in church, but one day Mom made me pay attention, and I thought I would pay attention to Terry, and he said some things, and it hit me real hard. And I was really scared. And I tried not to pay attention again, and I just kept getting more scared. And then I started praying about it. And then I realized I needed to go up to the altar and get saved. And I really, really 
had this big burden on my heart. And I went up to the altar and I kept praying. I asked God to forgive me and accept me. And he did. And there was just this giant relief and it was great. It was wonderful. It was just the best thing you could get. That fear of dying and go to hell, it's gone. The reason we celebrate Christmas was because Jesus was born. And the reason Jesus came to us and was born on Christmas was so he could die. Um, the greatest gift I ever got was when I got saved. And um, going back to that, um, that week was the worst week of my entire life. And we came to church Sunday morning, and I went upstairs to that Sunday school classroom, which I was a little younger, I would say, than most of the people up there. But um, we had a service up there. Terry started preaching, and um, I prayed up there, but I knew right away. I was like, nope, I didn't get it, which I have never went to the altar or anything before that. And um, even after that, I wouldn't say I had much conviction. Like, I never was like, I'm going to hell. Like, that never really came across my mind. But then the youth group got up, and um, Autumn Slusher was singing, and it just hit me. It hit me hard. And I started crying, and I looked up at my mom, and she knew right away. And um, I didn't even have to say anything. And I went down to the altar, and I'm a big overthinker, so it was really hard for me to even, um, I guess, grasp, like, what I'm doing right now, and I just kept telling my mom, I'm only 99.99% sure, and she's like, you have to be 100% sure, and, um, finally I just, I gave it to God, and I was like, okay, I'm 100% sure that I'm going to heaven now. And um, after that, and I can just feel the joy, um, and now um, it's a normal thing for me to cry and feel God's love in the service, um, and yeah, I just, it's the greatest thing ever. Um, the greatest Christmas gift was when I was 10 years old and God saved me. Um, I was six years old and in church service at Lafayette and my aunt had just passed away from cancer and God really opened my eyes to that and I was under conviction. I didn't, knew I wasn't going to heaven and he came to me and I was crying and my parents asked me what was going on and I told him I was just sad because my aunt had died. And he didn't call me for another year. And I kept putting it off and I'd go to the altar, but I wanted such strict things. And I wanted my grandparents there and my cousins there. And I wanted all the church to have me in the spotlight because I guess I'm just like that. Um, but God came to me and I knew it was my last chance one night. It was a Saturday night. And I had just been put to bed, and I was listening to music on an iPod, and church song came on, and God came to me, and he talked to me, and I was 10 years old, 
and he told me that this was going to be my last chance and I really needed to get with it and I just was crying and crying and I didn't know what to do and I thought there's no way I could get saved. I'm in my room, I'm at home, there's no one around and God said, but I'm here. And God really showed me through and I got saved and God showed me that it doesn't matter who's there, but the gift that God gave me is in my heart and I was able to get saved with no one around me because it's not about anyone else. It's about you and God. And the gift of salvation is so personal and so wonderful. And that's what makes it so magical. Real quick, I'm going to add on to what she said because I remember the night that she got saved. And I was in my bedroom across the hall and I could hear her crying. And then I was like, oh my goodness, what's going on? And so then I made up some dumb story about how my hand hurt, that I could go downstairs and see what was going on. And my parents and her were all hugging in the living room and crying. And I was like, what is going on? And my dad was like, go ahead and tell her, Emily. And Emily was like, well, I just got saved. And I was like, oh my goodness. And it like blew my whole world. And it was such a blessing to know that she had gotten saved. And it, yeah. And then um, the greatest Christmas gift is obviously salvation. And when I was six years old, I was at Lafayette Church, and we were all, it's like after we take prayer requests, and then we all go and like pray at the altar and then come back. Then my mom came back from that, and she was like, Evie, just let us know when God speaks to your heart. And she just kind of told me that, and I was like, uh, okay, like just kind of blew it off. There was a girl named Teresa, and she got up and sang face to face. And God came to me, and he said, Evelyn, come meet me face to face someday. And I said, oh, my goodness, and I like didn't really know what to do, but I knew right away that I had to go to the altar and get saved and that he wasn't going to call me again. This was the only time he was ever going to call me. And it shook my whole world. And I immediately got up and ran to the altar and knelt down. And I prayed and I prayed. And then I got up and I turned around and I said, I got saved. And I remember the whole church house exploded and there was shouting. And I remember looking out. And if you're standing at the altar in Lafayette Church, you can see right out the, the front doors. And the whole world was ten times more beautiful. And there was rose bushes planted out there, and the roses were a beautiful pink color. And everything was so much more beautiful. And God was like, look at the great decision you just made. My whole world was a million times better. And I didn't even know there was anything wrong with it until that morning. But I'm so glad that I got saved. So the greatest Christmas gift or gift that I ever got was um, getting saved. I remember I was at Lafayette Church singing in the choir. We were singing Glory, Glory. And I remember that the Lord just spoke to me. And there were three teenager boys that came over to me. They're all really good friends of mine. And the two of them just talked to me and said, I'll go with you if you want. And I put it back, said no. But then there was this other kid that came, and um, and he said, I'll go with you if you're convicted. If God's speaking to you, you should go. 
because this might be your only last chance to go. So I told him, yes, I want to go. And so I went to the altar, but I don't remember going to the altar. It felt like I was flying all the way to the altar. And I knelt down and I prayed and I got back up. And, uh, and the preacher gave me a microphone and I said, I just got saved. And everyone cheered. Everyone was happy that I just got saved. And it was so, so like good to feel saved. And now I don't need to be afraid of anything anymore. Nothing was more scarier than feeling like I was going to go to hell and die without the salvation that I had. Nothing was scarier than that. But now I'm not scared of anything. I'm not scared that I'm going to wake up tomorrow and die because I won't die. I'll, if I even wake up tomorrow and die, I won't be dead. I'll be in heaven. The greatest like Christmas gift or gift I ever got was probably, well, not probably, definitely getting saved. And I remember I looked over to my mom and I said, Mom, I have to go. I have to go up to that altar. <laughs> and she stepped back in the pew and she let me go. It didn't even feel like I was walking. That one step was enough. <laughs> and I remember when I got up, um, I didn't even have to use a, a microphone. They didn't even get the chance to hand me one. I said, I got saved right away. And everyone in the house cheered and was so happy for me. And I remember my dad picked me up and he threw me in the air while he was crying. And... It was just the greatest day of my life. <laughs> we never really grew up in a certain church. And I didn't get saved in church, but I know that I have that gift. And to me, knowing that I have it for myself, that nobody helped me, but Jesus wanted me. And that I came to him and he wiped everything away and stood by my side ever since that moment and has never left, never judged me once, but just kept carrying me. That's the greatest gift. Um, for me, I don't remember much because I was just seven years old. I was just a little girl. But um, we used to go to uh, one church and one, one day I felt especially connected to what was going on and I they said well if you're feeling this way you need to dedicate your life to Jesus if that's how if that's what you want to do if that's what you feel in your heart you know and I thought I want to spend the rest of my life for Jesus and every single day after that he has proven that that was the best decision I have ever made
was the best gift I've ever gotten. Yeah, when I, I was walking to the altar, I was nervous, but when I got to the altar, all I could do was just pray that, and I asked God if I could get saved, and it was like all of like my doubt got lifted off of my shoulders, and I was, I felt lighter, and that I could just be able to live without doubt and fear of anything. Well, when, before I was saved, I was afraid of dying any moment, but now that I'm saved, I'm not scared to die because I know I'm going to be with God. I know that I'll be at peace at death. Well, without Jesus, I wouldn't be able to go to heaven, and no one would be able to get saved. Um, and God spoke to my heart, and uh, he, he saved me. Um, and I was under conviction for a little while, and God had been dealing with me and showing me things. And uh, I can't even tell you who preached, but I know that God saved me that night. And uh, I got the greatest gift that anyone could ever receive. And uh, I got wrapped up in grace and mercy, and I'm eternally grateful for it. Uh, I didn't realize all that comes with being saved. It's not always easy, but it's good to know that there's always a friend by me when I need him to come to, and that, that, that was what came with that gift, not only just a home in heaven, but I, I've got a friend who's with me all the way. Um, the greatest Christmas present that I've ever got is my salvation, and I'm glad that no matter what happens, he still saves us. It doesn't matter how old you are. <laughs> you can be however old, and he'll still save you, and I'm very thankful for that. It's the best gift ever. I got saved at a lock-in on New Year's Eve, and it was really good because I just got relieved and I didn't have to worry about anything anymore. So before, you had to be afraid to go to hell or to not wake up and then just not be able to see your family ever again. And now I just don't have to worry about it anymore. I feel a lot better and I have peace now. The greatest gift was when he saved me, and um, so it, it was my grandpa's birthday, and I thought we were just going to church, and, and then um, Trey was preaching that night. I got saved that night. Before I got saved, I felt gross. After I got saved, I felt really good. I know now that I didn't know then that I'm going to heaven. When I got the greatest gift was when I got, when I went to church camp one year and I got saved and it was on a Saturday and there was I went to the altar and prayed and got saved, and there was several others that went up there that night and also got saved. It's the best decision that you can ever make, because there's no better feeling. I know that I'm going to heaven now, and I don't have to worry about anything else. The greatest gift I've ever received was when I was just a seven-year-old boy. It was during a Sunday evening service, I believe it was in November, and uh, Terry Brock was preaching that night. And I'd already came underneath conviction um, 
short time prior. And I knew uh, that I was lost. I knew that I needed to be saved. And as a little kid, I didn't fully understand all the details. And you, you don't until you're saved. Um, you don't fully understand the scripture. You don't fully understand really what it means. But I remember that night, um, as long ago as it was and as young as I was, that my heart was pounding and I was scared. I was scared of hell and I was scared of the conviction that I was feeling inside my heart. But I remember just God kept pounding and pounding, uh, showing me that I needed uh, to go up and I needed to go to the altar. I needed to pray. And Terry, I can't remember if he even got to the invitation call. Yeah, he may have. Um, but I ended up standing up. I went up there. So all I wanted, what I kept saying was just save me. And that was the, that was the point I ended up getting to, uh, was God, whatever you need to be done, whatever you want, just please save me. Relief. Uh, I started to understand what made the church united. It was that salvation. Well, these people are, they're safe like I am. They have this relief. They have this feeling. They understand where I've been and they're supporting me and they love me and they've been praying for me. And it was, it was just the sweetest feeling. And it was the greatest gift. The greatest gift I ever got was when I got saved. I really, like... She got it was saved a, in bed. <laughs> I really was um, very happy at the end. I could not believe it, actually. I was like, wait a minute, I'm really happy. And I just felt so amazing afterwards. Um, but I was sitting in bed, waiting on mom and dad to come in here, like come into the bedroom. And I, uh, we could like every night when we were gonna read the Bible. And I, I was really scared to go to hell then, at that moment especially. I actually put a pillow over my head, because I didn't want to, like, have anything to do with hell. And I felt so good afterwards. It was the most amazing moment of my whole entire life. I hope I, everyone would get saved because it feels so amazing just to know that you have Jesus all through your life. And you've already had Jesus through your life. You just know you're with him every day and you pray to him. And it's just amazing to get saved and feel that God's there with you. And that God will be there for me whenever because... I thought if I didn't get saved then, that I wouldn't, that God would leave me, but now that I know a lot more, that he won't ever leave me, and he'll be there right next to me, helping me through anything that comes through my way. The stars are brightly shining 
It is the night of the dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of the weary soul rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn fall on your knees oh hear the angels voices oh now
Well, I appreciate the, the Christmas program that God's given us tonight. I got one. I appreciate Lucas coming and praying. He's really sincere. He reminded me of myself when I come. First time I came to all right, I didn't get satisfied. But it was still a good move because I was seeking the Lord, and I kept seeking him, and I got him. He's mine. And uh, I really feel like we ought to probably have another song. I, I like reading verse of Scripture, and uh, I'll be very brief. But uh, I think we ought to have a song, and uh, maybe I'll get my wife to sing a song. Uh, I call on it pretty often. Uh, but uh, you might have already sung it. I, couldn't, I don't know what you sang on there. I, I was praying, but uh, first Christmas present. Did you sing that? Get Brother Joe to pray for Now, so I want to say a few things, and then uh, we're going to have her sing, and I uh, want to make an invitation. And then uh, in the scripture, there's a verse that came on my heart today that I felt like uh, sharing. Uh, if I can find it, uh, if I can read it here. Uh, I can't hardly see it. Try read that for me. That 26th verse, this one's marked there. Read that for me. It says, My son, give me thine heart, and let thine eyes observe mine ways. Thank you. Appreciate that. My son, give me thine heart. That's in the book of Proverbs. Back in the book of Psalms, it said, A broken heart, a contrite spirit. That's what God desires. But there in, there in the, uh, the scripture that Trey just read, My son, give me thine heart. We've been talking about the greatest present that we could ever be given, and that's salvation. Amen. Well, at the same moment, Trey, that uh, God gave me salvation, I gave him my heart. And now, Jesus came and died on the cross and brought salvation. He died and he rose from the dead and he's alive. And I'd like for everybody to stand. I'd like for you to think about this. And boy, I appreciate everything that was on there, but especially those salvation experiences. When people were talking about they gave their heart to Jesus and he gave them eternal life, uh, saved them by his grace and mercy. And uh, Linda has a song. Uh, and I, I want you to listen to it. Uh, uh, God gave her this song. I, I appreciate it. Now, the, uh, Murray wrapped the first Christmas present. But I'm telling you what, that Christmas present that Murray wrapped a long time ago, uh, God's the one gave it to Mary and us. And when I was 12 years old, I nailed it in all the repentance and God spoke peace to my soul. And that Christmas present's been in here ever since. If you'd like to have that Christmas present tonight, or let me put it this way. Are you, really, are you willing to exchange gifts with Jesus? Yeah. Would, you, would you give him your heart that he might give you his heart? Yeah. Boy, I've been a better person ever since uh, that exchange took place. Saying, why do you feel like it when you're ready? And everybody Mary that feels like coming, please come. The first Christmas present. Listen. Listen. A long, Obey the long Lord. time ago. Oh, yeah. Boy, that's In what this is about, Christmas. Would you come and pray? Bethlehem, Would you come and pray? The Virgin Mary, well, I appreciate Lucas coming. If he used to feel like coming back, he's welcome. She didn't here, have whoever here needs to come, come. Paper. Would you just come? She come. didn't have a beautiful bow. Please obey the Lord. This gift. Listen. God sent down to you and to me. God sent this gift. He's, he's offering it to you tonight. I believe he's offering it to somebody. If you feel it longing. If you'd like to be saved, 
If you're not saved, you'd like to be, and you feel that stirring your heart. Feel like God's calling. Feel like God's saying, come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Come and pray. I'm just going to sit down right here. And, and I'd like to get down on my knees and pray with the you. Angels Would you do that tonight? Your Savior Boy, is I'm, born. I'm glad Lucas came. That blessed my heart. I That's a good start. But I believe there's some others need to come. If it's you, come. Listen to that song. As in the manger he lay. Boy, he lay there in the manger. But I was there. Boy. Listen. When God placed this gift in my heart, I was there. I can tell you. I've got a time the and a place. Time and the place. Praise Mary God. took Would care of the baby. Listen. Listen to that song. Till he grew What's right into out of scripture. a man. Believe there's some From others here need to come. Please come. To Mount Please Calvary. come. Please obey the Lord. It was all part of God's great plan. Amen. The mob cried, Amen. crucify him. This man who knew no sin. <laughs> then well, he died Obey the Lord. For a Obey the Lord, which was lost. Listen. And Joseph wrapped him <laughs> in linen again. Amen. The angels were rejoicing yeah, that very first Easter morn. Thank you, Lord. The keeper of the tomb trembled yeah, buddy. when he saw the angel had rolled the stone from the door. Amen. I was there move. to see King Jesus when he came forth your from the grave. Boy, if you feel that down inside, but that longing to have Jesus. What's to keep Jesus you from coming to pray? Satan can't keep you from coming. Heart. He isn't powerful enough. I can tell it's up to you. you. It's up to you. When God calls, Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, I'll give you rest. That's to you. Well, I appreciate that song, and I appreciate my wife for singing. And I uh, appreciate you. I appreciate this uh, Christmas program. All the wonderful things, and like I said, especially the uh, testimonies about salvation, the greatest uh, Christmas present, the greatest gift of all time, of any time. Well, I appreciate that. And I appreciate Brother Barry and all the folks to work. I'm going to turn back over to Barry. He might have some things he can do. Okay. Well, it's good to be here. And I, boy, we've got a great crowd. Appreciate everybody's coming. Let's really pray. Uh, I appreciate Lucas coming and praying. Uh, that just blesses my heart. Let's just keep praying for him. And, uh, I also appreciate the others that I feel like it God's called tonight. Of course, you're the one that knows for yourself. And uh, I appreciate the, the prayers of God's people. And what a wonderful, wonderful time it is to be in God's house. Anything on anybody's heart before we come to a close? Uh, if you've got something you need to say or do, you're sure welcome to do that. Amen. Amen. Yeah, amen. Yeah. 
good, Rama. Amen. Amen. Great testimony. One thing Sister Rhonda said, hope you could hear her. She said, if he's speaking to your heart, take that first step. It's worth it. It was hard for me when I was young. I was very shy and backwards. But I'm telling you what, I didn't want to die and go to hell. And with God's help, and I, I even remember this. As I stood there and God was calling me, and I said, God, I know I need to go taller. I just don't feel like I can. God, if, if you want me to go taller, help me take a step. And he did. Uh, but I had to put that step into action. God wouldn't take that step for me. I had to put it into action with God's help. God gave me the strength to take step. I came and I got saved. So trust the Lord. Anything else? Amen. Yep. Amen. Thank the Lord. That's good testimony. Someone else. Come on, buddy. Yep. Come ahead. Yep. Follow your heart. Pray for him, church. There's a ghost. There's a ghost inside of me. Not like one of those campfire stories. My papa says he rings his welcome. He leads me through the darkness. He leads me through the unknown. He leads me through the troubles and trials. He leads me through the unknown. Amen. Thank the Lord. I appreciate that, buddy. Thank you for that song. Someone else. Someone else. Follow the Lord. Okay, let's really pray. Appreciate that request. Really pray. And and listen, folks. If God's speaking to your heart and calling you, the, uh, the altar is still open. And the altar is still open. So... While uh, Mackenzie comes to sing, I want you to really pray. And if you're here and you need to come, Lord, I beg of you to come. Yeah, yeah, sure can. There you go. Jellicoe on my way here, and, and I got a few minutes down the road and said, Lord just told me, said, get ready, you'll give invitation. And and that just amazes me that the Lord knows all about those things. And, and as I talked with, with Lucas, he, he said, I, I'm a little bit scared. And I, my mind was taken back to the night that, that I got saved. And, and I remember fear was in my heart so strong. And, and there's something to be afraid of when, when you're lost. There Amen. is. And, and I don't preach to make people scared, but when you're lost, it'll show you where you're, you stand. Sure. And I remember I laid down on the front bench, and I tried to cover my face, and, and I didn't want anybody to see me cry. But the scripture that came to my heart was, if you would gain the world and all that it had and lose your soul, what would you give in exchange? Yeah, man. And, and that kind of goes along with what you talked about. What, would you exchange gifts with Jesus? Yeah. And he's not asking you to, to climb a big hill or to, to slay the giant. He's asking for your heart. Right. 
And if you just give him your heart, he'll give you salvation. And I've said this so many times. I knew when I got saved, it was a one-way ticket to heaven. But I didn't know all the joy and all the the peace and blessings that came along with it. But you can have that tonight. And I want to beg you, please don't wait until another time to get saved. If Jesus is speaking to you while Mackenzie sings, that'd be be the right time to come. So please, if God's talking to you, you need to come tonight. I have searched to find the meaning of this life, something that would fill my empty soul. Some believe a lie, choose darkness over light, but I will stand and let the whole world know. song. I appreciate Mackenzie singing that. That's wonderful. Anyone else? Bless her Lord. Bless her Lord. Amen. Amen. That's right. Boy, that's powerful. It's important to know about heaven and hell. We don't sure don't want to go to hell. Praise the Lord. Good testimony. Anyone else? Yeah. 
the Lord for God's amazing grace. Any others? testimony. Amen. Thank the Lord for that. Anyone else? Just feel free. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And God's blessed us with the presence of the Spirit tonight. I thank Him that He has. Anyone else? Well, like I said, we're glad everybody's here, especially our visitors. Glad to have all of you. I appreciate the Christmas program. It's really been a real special time and a great blessing. Uh, we'll say this. Uh, got a great crowd tonight, so we're going to ask our deacons if they would uh, dismiss from the back like we've been doing uh, one row at a time. Okay, all right, and uh, I imagine that the uh, offering place are back there, if you have an offering you want to put in, you're welcome to do that, And uh, but uh, like I say, we'll let the, let the deacons uh, dismiss us a row at a time, and uh, that way you don't get too uh, ganged up, you know, and so anything else? All right, we'll look to the Lord, I ask Brother Trey to pray dismiss Father, we thank you for this day, and God, thank you for letting us be here for this Christmas presentation. God, for everything that was said and done, and Lord, uh, I just ask you to continue to speak to, to people's hearts. Lord, we've got lost people that need to be saved. Lord, my, my heart's just broken for, for some of them. Lord, and uh, help Lucas. God, I, I'm proud of him for coming to the altar. Lord, give him strength to, to come back when you speak to him. Lord, I believe there's many more here that uh, you were speaking to. God, please just bless us through this Christmas time. And, Lord, uh, we love the gifts and all the things and being with our family. But as it was said so many times, the, the greatest gift was your son. And, and, Lord, you've come to save us. God, we thank you tonight.